Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 115. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here each and every week to give you a little glimpse into the lives of the Ravenscrafts to talk about family, faith, fun, health, fitness, and all that good jazz from the heart level. So, Stephanie, we were having a little bit of a discussion there as I was placing an order with Mordell.com for you using promo code GSPN <laughs> yes, in the shopping thank cart. Thank you very much. I'm so super, ex- well, super th- excited. Where'd you go? Well, I was trying, my foot itches and I couldn't reach it. So I had to pull uh, it up on the chair to, and anyway, it took a little extra. So effort. I was placing an order. You were placing an order for, for, um, for Karen Kingsbury's new book, um, Take Four. <laughs> it's the last book in the Above the Line series. And I'm super excited to read it. And um, so it was, I, yeah. It was on sale for ten ninety nine. on sale for ten ninety nine at Mardell.com. Use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. You get Absolutely. 10% off of that. And um, so I'm really excited for it to get here. Hopefully I can finish, I can finish the, um, the short second life of Brie Tanner. That is way too long of a title. I the mean, short I, second life of Brie Tanner. <laughs> I love you, Stephanie Meyer. I really do. And I really like that she went this new route with this, you know, exploring a different character. And um, But that's really a long title. And mm-hmm. I have a difficult time remembering. Anyway, the Brie Tanner book, which is a novella that Stephanie put out that is um, goes along with Eclipse and the movie's getting ready to come out. Anyway, um, hopefully I'll be able to finish that by the time that, that Take Four comes in. And then that will be my next week reading. Nice. Yes. Very cool. All right. So before the before the show, I was placing that order. Yes. You were having a conversation with some folks in the chat room. Do you want to tell people we about were. that? Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. Um, so uh, Dave in the chat room asked how we came up with McKenna's name. He has a friend who also has a daughter named McKenna, and and um, got hers from the movie. I guess the actress, and he even said her name here in the chat room. But um, I'll go up and find it. Is um. The actress in the movie Somewhere in Time, now I missed it, is Elise McKenna. And so that is where their his friend got, got the name for, for their daughter. And I told him, so he said, where, where did we get, where did we come up with it? And I said, I don't know, Megan named her. Megan just came home one day. The character's name is Elise McKenna. Anyway, so um, I said, I don't know, um, Megan named her. She just came home from school one day and said, I want to name the baby McKenna. Mm-hmm. And which was cool. Cause she was four, <laughs> you know, and um, she was four at the time and she came home and she's like, I want to name the baby McKenna. She was um, just a little, a little backstory is that, you know, Cliff and I had not planned on having a third child and um, Megan had been praying probably for two years since her brother was born. <laughs> for a baby sister and um like I said Cliff and I weren't planning on having any more children so when I got pregnant she was certain that this baby was a girl she knew that this baby was the answer to her prayers this was her baby and um and she really did act that way until the newness wore off but um and uh so um daniel in the chat room says prayer is more powerful than the pill and i have to say absolutely because i was on birth control when i got pregnant with mckenna that child was destined to be part of our family but um so i was just telling the story she came home she decided that she was going to name her that and uh you didn't like it i liked it it was different i'd never heard it before i just thought it was somebody's last name that's all and you thought it sounded like a last name so you didn't you weren't you weren't really on board you wanted to keep looking Mm -hmm. but um megan what we had such a difficult time naming her and finally you came up with megan and then matthew you know we'll stick stick with the m's narrow down our options and and name him we named him matthew so megan's like this baby has to have an m name otherwise it'll feel left out and so 
I say it because we, at that time, we didn't technically know. We hadn't, through ultrasound, found out that she was a girl. But Megan never used it. She always called the baby she. She always referred to her as a girl. And um, so she says, her name's going to be McKenna. And it kind of grew on me. And after, um, after I found out that the baby was a girl, we just started calling her McKenna all the time until Cliff had no other option that her name couldn't be anything else because she was at that point McKenna. Right. And, and it's funny because when she was born, to me, she looked just like a McKenna. She had dark hair and blue eyes and was exactly what I thought my McKenna would look like. She's a gorgeous little girl. Let me tell <laughs> yeah, you. She uses those blue eyes too. Let me tell you. So then we were just telling, we were just telling, you know, names. And I said, we're not very good at naming our kids. They all have, um, the first two have our middle names. Yep. Um, which was totally cheating. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we could only pick out which, one name. So. Which by the way, Matthew is Matthew Joseph. Yes. Joseph being my middle name. And Megan is Megan Renee, which is... Which is my middle name. Exactly. And then McKenna got my grandmother's middle name, which is Jane. And, and then to come, I named her after... I picked I it after my grandma. I know. But I got so very lucky to find out that it was also Cliff's grandma's middle name. So it really worked out for me. And um, and so now I just say that she's named after my grandma and Cliff's grandma because it works that way. It does work that but, way. But... Um, yeah, it's just not very good. So I was getting ready to tell them a story mm-hmm. about how you got your name. Oh. Because your mom was insistent that you were a girl. Mm-hmm. And you were supposed to be Brittany. Like your name was going <laughs> to She's told me this story many times. Your name was going to be Brittany. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> yeah, but you were born and you weren't a girl. And so she couldn't name you Brittany. Although it would be really bad if you were a boy walking around. Britney. Be careful. There might be some boys out there <laughs> named Brittany. No, I'm meaning like you as a boy, the, yeah. the only white boy in the black school with the big lips named Brittany. That would have been bad for you, right? It would have been really bad for me. Yeah. So anyway, um, because she didn't have anything else picked out other than Brittany, he got his dad's name and he's a second. Yes. So. And anyway, by the that's way, all. By the way, that was a whole loaded statement there. The only white boy in the black school. <laughs> With big lips. You like that? Hey, I'm only taking words that you have yourself said. No, I know. What I'm just saying, though, is that that made a lot of sense to everybody who's been listening to us for a very long time. But someone who's just listening has no clue. Exactly. So it was it was funny. But my name is Stephanie Renee. And if I was a boy, my name was going to be Stephen Ray. I mean, that's how original my parents were. Nice. (laughs) They had. Yeah. So naming kids is difficult. It's not a fun task. No, it's, it's not. not. You have to practice yelling it. I'm gl- like, you have to practice like so yelling just, for them with all three names. So I haven't tried that. I yes, never, you did because you used to walk around going Megan Renee Raymond script. It was funny. I was doing that before she was born. Yes. I don't remember doing that. Okay. You, you did. All right. You I, did. I believe you. That, that's how we narrowed down the options. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some of them just didn't work. Gotcha. But, um, well, hey, Steph, yeah. um, let's talk about some other things that have been going on in the family this week. Okay. Uh, I just want to say thank you to you and uh, honestly to our three kids uh, for a very awesome Father's uh, Day gift. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're welcome. I uh, had received a gift that I, you know, I had a sneaking suspicion that if Stephanie was going to buy me a gift that she might buy this particular gift because if, what? Well, I, I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I. I don't expect stuff, you know, okay, I know, but anyway, um, let's see here. Okay. Pay attention. Woohoo. Focus. Well, I was just trying to see if I, if I had created a link for it, but okay. I haven't. But anyway, um, I had been talking about, or I had seen the magic bullet over at Kroger. Right. Mm-hmm. And I saw it there and it's just like, mm, that looks interesting. Of course, every now and then you see the little infomercial, you see the, the, them making salsa and smoothies and all this other stuff. And uh, I'm like, that would be, that would be cool to have. And of course I can make smoothies in the blender. Right. But in, in the blender, it, it's a, it, it is a lot to clean that thing out and, and it doesn't do the greatest job because it getting we don't it all have a good blender. Down. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's the start of it. It's just not a good blender. Right. So anyway, um, I just I just thought you know I would I, I might like to have one of those and and I just been I would see it and every time I'd walk by I'd stop and look at it and I'd just been talking about the magic bullet a lot so I kind of 
when, when the kids said, we got you something and they didn't, I was actually surprised. They didn't tell me what it was. Um, they were <laughs> under strict orders. Not I bet. To. I bet. But I will tell you, um, I, I, for some reason I wanted a magic bullet. And so for father's day, I, I have my magic bullet sitting there on the counter and I have used that thing every single day. Yes, you have. Since I got it. And it is awesome. I just want to say it is an awesome product. Um, I, my, I've made some salsa. I've actually made some really great salsa. I've made some not so great salsa yesterday. As a matter of fact, don't eat any of that salsa that's in the refrigerator. I, it's just sitting there until I until I can dump it down the, the okay. disposal. Oh, you said you didn't like it, right? No, it, it was yeah, it was really bad. What happened is I used a lot of white onion. A lot. Well, I, I used a, a more okay. white onion than I should have. Okay. And and it kind of uh, it's just like a lot. It's like drinking white onion juice. Ew. Yeah, it's not good. So uh, from now on, I will stick to the red onion in the. Uh, That's right. In the just in don't the feed it to that one guy from Chopped because. Oh yeah. You know, he yeah. doesn't like raw red onion. But anyway, I will tell you this thing does an excellent job. Uh, some other things that I've done is I've made smoothies, and I love this. It's so it. I know this sounds like an infomercial, and no, I'm not sponsored by Magic Bullet. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the thing is though, it does an amazing job, and it really is easy to clean. Because you've got this little container uh, and and a little thing that screws on the top and you just put some, I put a little soapy water in it, shake it, stick it on the magic bullet for a couple seconds, on the thing a couple mm-hmm. seconds and then I clean it out, rinse it with hot water and it's clean. Cool. And uh, I've made some really awesome smoothies. Can I tell you everybody my favorite smoothie? That's mm-hmm. the insurance agency calling again. All right. Again? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um... Anyway, so here's my favorite smoothie recipe. I took one quarter cup of organic yogurt, which was it French vanilla? It is vanilla flavor. Yes. Okay. So French vanilla flavored organic yogurt, um, one quarter cup. Now, because we don't have almond milk, I I used skim milk. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I had almond milk, I would have chose that over it. Uh, But I did one quarter cup of milk and I would prefer almond milk. Um, and then I took one third of a banana and I took three or four. Actually, no, I did four or five strawberries. So it, it, it depends on the size, but I did four or five strawberries. And uh, I took a couple frozen. I took j- just probably about eight or nine frozen blueberries. Mm-hmm. And I Do you took, know my mom got me those blueberries, yeah. brought them over. Yep. They're organic blueberries. Exactly. The only thing I could think to do with them was freeze them. Yep. And then I put, get this, I put in one tablespoon of peanut butter. Yeah, that's where you lose me. It's, and um, it is, it is absolutely yummy. And then you just put it in the magic bullet and it just, it is a great high. I mean, after I have that, I feel the energy from it, the protein and, and I feel full and it lasts a long time. Really, really awesome stuff. Now, I will tell you that without the peanut butter, um, with if you just subtract the peanut butter from it, unless you have some really sweet strawberries, um, it, it's not nice. It's not it quite some honey. It's not quite mm-hmm. sweet enough. So you could either add honey. Uh, one of the things that we've been we, we have done, sweetener. we've put in uh, one packet of artificial mm-hmm. sweeter sweetener, either. Uh, what do you use? I can't remember. Splenda. Splenda. We use Splenda. Uh, so if you put one little packet of that, it really sweetens it up a little bit, uh, a bit for you, and it and it's really good. But anyway, it's fun for that. The kids have this. Um, sn- I've learned how to make a great snow cone <laughs> or slushies. They're not they, snow cones. No, they're slushies. It's, it's not really. A, yeah. It's a slushie. It's more a slushie. And uh, I learned that it's not just chopping ice because if you just put ice in there, it turns it into snow. <laughs> Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't let the other stuff come down. I enjoyed eating the snow that you made though. Did you? Yeah. All right. It's good. But if I found that if you put, you know, put water in the cup and then just put crushed ice in the water, it will actually crush the ice and turn it into slush. Nice. And that's when you can put in their little flavored stuff. So the magic bullet was an excellent gift. Um, I'm sure there are plenty other things that I'll find usefulness for it. But uh, it's I really so enjoy it. It's so hard to um, 
find something that you want mm-hmm. that's not technology based because anything that is a gadget or or a piece of technology or something like that you're going to buy that for yourself mm-hmm. and so this was the one thing that you had been saying for a while it almost you i mean seriously you were saying it like you were dropping hints no I, like if you were if you were a girl i totally would have known that you were dropping hints I, I don't like do that. I've dropped hints and you have no idea what I want. So, <laughs> but you were saying this all the time and I'm like, this is the one thing that I can get for you that, you know, it's not a Chipotle gift card, <laughs> which mm. I'm pretty sure is what you got last year for Father's Day. Mm, Chipotle sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Hey, they're, they're moving really good on the one that's going in down the street. Are here. they? Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so glad. Of course, I wish it was in Hebron and not in Burlington. No, but you know, we can't. It's still closer. Very cool. Well, hey, actually, it's good for us that it's. Sorry, I hit when. It's good for us that it's not in Hebron. Yeah. Why is yeah. that? Because if we don't have the gas money to drive to Burlington, which is not far, <laughs> then we can't go. Nice. Like I, I really think it'll be a discipline issue. Very cool. If it was right here. Well, I'll tell you what. We still, believe it or not, I'm so excited. We to still know, have a ton of feedback. We right? still have a ton of feedback. And and it's unbelievable how much feedback we have. And, and and this is the greatest thing in the world. I love having this much feedback. But we're going to see if I can pull out. I, I see so many different things here. But I'm looking specifically for Jeff Gentry because he called in some feedback. And it's right here. So let me, if I drop that here, take it away, Jeff. Hey, Chris and Stephanie, this is Jeff Gentry, X-Force 11, calling in for Family from the Heart. Um, We are talking a little about breeding, and I'm in the midst of listening to the newest Family from the Heart podcast, so I had to stop and just pass something on. Um, I think uh, maybe not now, I'm not sure what kind of level it's on, but Ted Decker uh, has a series called The Circle Trilogy, um, they, he's added more books to it now, but uh, the first one is black, red is the second, and white is the third. Um, I haven't read them, but I have them on audiobook, and it's the kind of one where I was sitting in the car going, uh, I've got to go into work, but I want to listen to this, but I've got to go into work. But it's uh, I hear the books are the same way. They are... Um, a really cool story kind of flipping between our reality and a different reality uh, between another character. Um, it's a, a little more heavy uh, as far as the action and the, the just the, the weight of the story as something like uh, Chronicles of Narnia. But it may be a, a good, good idea for uh, Matt a little later on, and I think... Uh, Stephanie, I think you would really enjoy them too, um, and Cliff, you might as well. I mean, the audiobooks are really well done. The books are good, and he has released some um, books geared towards younger readers. Uh, you know, youth books that kind of take place in between uh, a couple. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's between uh, red and white. Um, but it kind of takes place in between. And um, I, I enjoyed the series. Some of his other books are a little too dark for me, um, but I, I enjoyed the, the Circle Trilogy, and that may be uh, something to, to try with Matt a little later on. But like I said, I think, uh, Steph, you might enjoy them, and uh, Cliff, you may enjoy them as well. Um, so that's just something to throw out there as an idea of... Uh, some new reading material. Thanks guys. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, Jeff, thank you very much. And, uh, I certainly am interested in this. I've heard a lot about Ted Decker. Mm -hmm. And by the way, folks, his last name is D E K K E R. I'm pretty sure I have one of his books up in my closet that Sarah gave me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have heard a lot of great things about him. I am probably going to try to get into this because I found myself enjoying a little fiction, right? You did. I found myself enjoying. Kind uh, of odd, huh? Yeah. I've enjoyed the Twilight series or saga so far. Uh, after we see uh, Eclipse, I plan on uh, reading the rest of Breaking Dawn with you, which is going to be fun. I'd love to say we have seen it before we come back here next week. But, you yeah. know. 
Well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll see about that. That leaves seeing it on Wednesday. You know, know that, right? At midnight, okay. right? Well, no, we could see it at any time on Wednesday. I mean, oh, okay. it opens on at midnight, but I don't plan. I'm, I don't want to go at midnight. No, I don't want to go at midnight either. But we could do like an afternoon matinee yeah, maybe or something. We could go in the like. afternoon. We'll have to look at my schedule. But anyway, um, or we could do the evening. Probably the evening would be better. Anyway. What I was going to say is I want to actually get in and check out a Ted Decker book. Now, the books that he's talking about, the Circle Trilogy, there are four books. It started out with black, red, and white, like he said, and the fourth book being green. Now, Mardell.com has the paperback version of these books, of the first three books, and CD audio. So they have both the audio book and the paperback book. Links to these, by the way, are over at Mardell.com slash GSPN. So we have our own website over there and, um, you know, check that out. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm interested in checking those out. Thank Absolutely. you very much for the review on that. And it's something I'll probably do the audio version of it mm-hmm. and uh, let the kids have that on their iPods okay, or their iPhones yeah. now. So Matthew's doing really well um, reading the Percy Jackson books. Uh-huh. And um, after that, he's picked another series that he wants to read. Mm-hmm. But I think that next series is a little bit ahead of where he is. Um, right. So we'll have to check it out. But then, yeah, he might yeah. like that. Yeah. And Jory says a trilogy with four books. Uh, so it was originally going to be a trilogy, but they did. He did. Sometimes write a you just book. need one more. <laughs> Sometimes you just need one more. That's right. Anyway, that is uh, that's that Um, one other thing. One other particular book that I wanted to mention here real quick is the uh, one year of dinner table devotions and discussion starters. Now we have we bought this book and you can find it at uh, Mardell.com slash GSPN. And I want to tell you, this is a great book. It is. It really is a great dinner table discussion starter book and it is really awesome um now i will tell you that if your family is not used to doing dinner table devotionals it may take a little time for them to adjust to having uh these these uh certain uh conversations and stuff like that Uh, i remember my daughter the other night she's like do we have to do this dad and i got the eye roll and (laughs) mckenna she says can we just get to the good stuff? That <laughs> it was, was great. It, it, that it, was great. I'll be honest with you. It was a little discouraging at times. That, uh, that's because you are too uptight. I am very uptight. And you have unrealistic expectations okay. that are on on how they should. I, I, you forget that they are 10, 8, and 5. Okay. They were doing nothing but behaving like a 10, 8, and 5-year-old. All right. Okay. The uncontrollable laughter from Matthew, the the comments that Megan was bringing up about the Easter thing that, you know, which she thought was hilarious. And we did read from that book, yeah. you know, and um, so it was, they were doing nothing but being kids. All right. But you, in your you know five minutes that you had been upstairs to deal with them, were not ready to. I I can't, sometimes I miss your drive home. Yeah, yeah, because or your walk home. <laughs> <laughs> my commute. I te- I definitely miss my commute because there's no transition time for you. Yeah, and it seems like, and I'm not saying all the time, and I'm definitely not complaining, but I'm saying that like this night, you were frustrated for really no reason, and I wanted to laugh at your frustration. I, I think you did. I probably did. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> you know, I spend all day with them. They are my frustration. You know, um, I need transition time. But so, and I'm kidding. There, please know that I'm kidding. But. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. There, there's no, there's no transition time for you. So well, whatever stress you were just working on, um, you brought upstairs with you. Okay. And 
like so and the kids have recognized now that like you have a face that you make while you're typing an email. I know I hate that. <laughs> Megan came up and says, Did you know dad makes funny faces when he's typing email? I said, Uh yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> you should watch him depending on the email that he's typing. <laughs> 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 she, she came down here. She's just sitting here. Was that what she was doing? She's, She's just, just sitting observing. there watching you? That's what I told I said, you should watch. It changes sometimes. It does. Sometimes have... like steam comes out his ears and everything. Uh, <laughs> You're going to have like some serious my, wrinkle lines. My from... jaws hurt from my, my right. typing emails. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how do your jaws hurt from typing emails? It's a long story. Uh, Cliff makes this stressful face that he's that he makes when he's typing emails. And sometimes I just I'm like, you're making your face again if I'm down here and he's typing and he'll stop and he'll like rub his jaws because I do. I I, 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 I'm a very I don't it's not like I'm stressed out. It's just that I have a I don't know. I, I wish I could. I think you don't like confrontation, so you're taking like extra care not to be confrontational. I don't know, or not to see. You know, even even in a situation that is clearly not confrontational I at know. all. It's weird. Anyway, so the, what I'd like to say though is that the first night wasn't the greatest. The second night wasn't a whole lot better, <laughs> the but third it was. Night we took off. It was better, <laughs> but. <laughs> the, the third night, Stephanie removes the chairs from the kitchen to, from the kitchen, and we're eating standing up. I'm like, am I supposed to take this as some kind of message? Maybe no. Actually, I was supposed to mop the floor, but I plan on when I mop the floor, I plan on doing it on my hands and knees with the stupid bucket in it because it's the only way to truly get the Cinderella style. Yes. Hey, I like that. <laughs> um, it's the only way to truly get the floor clean. Yeah. And um, I've admitted before, I I curse you every time I have to mop the floor because you're the one who chose the white linoleum for the kitchen. I'm really under the impression that it should be your job to mop that stupid floor. Okay. And um, no, I, I say that jokingly, but uh, yeah, so, like so yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have to move the kitchen table and mop the kitchen floor Cinderella style because... It's just not working any other way. Gotcha. Well, the did, I, I want to say that the second night actually did go better than it the did. first. And I think probably once it becomes routine, it, it will actually, actually end up being pretty Do you good know, discussion starters. You know what stuff. my favorite part was? What? Okay. The um, each devotional, they're, they're dated. So yes. there's 365. Yeah. So we sat down and we did one the, the first night and... Um, the second night you come in and you open it up to that date and you're like, oh, wait, this is the one we did yesterday. Yeah. So we switched them, which is fine. I mean, you can do that yourself anyway. But um, it was funny because like you're, you looked and you're like, what's today's date? Well, I'll tell you what, though. Here, here's here's the reason why I like this book. I do. I like it because, number one, um, we have kids who are five, eight and ten. Mm-hmm. OK. And it's at a conversational level that it really applies to all of us. It we does. can all kind of understand it. Um, and number two, the other night, Matthew and Megan were playing. This actually was last night. Matthew and Megan were doing something. And she goes, you're not being a peacemaker. You know that, don't you? To her brother. Yeah. Did she use it in a tone that wasn't no. a peacemaker, though? No, she didn't. No, she said okay. it. I mean, it was the perfect, appropriate use so you can tell that 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 was from the first night which by the way was a complete disaster i'm telling you cliff you could they could get up and be like doing jumping jacks and they would hear you what you're saying more clearly than sitting staring at you making those stressful faces while you read (laughs) well here's the thing though is that just because you can't multitask doesn't mean that the rest of the world can't right well, the thing is, is it's making a difference because yes. they they just last night and this was three nights ago that we did the one about the peacemaker and it, it they're they're internalizing this. And so this is good. And, and it's a it's been something we've been wanting to. Gosh, I got that book a long time ago. We did. But it's one year of dinner table devotionals and dis, discussion starters. It's for fourteen ninety nine at Mardell. Just go to Mardell dot com slash GSPN. It's on our featured products page. And uh, we just say thank you to Mardell for sponsoring our podcast. And uh, if you use promo code GSPN, you get 10% off. And you also 
say thank you to them for sponsoring. I mean, awesome. I, I just can't thank you guys enough Absolutely. for buying from Mardell. And I can't wait until my book gets here. I know. Um, now I know we have a ton of feedback. We do. We really do. But um, I think that I want to give an update on like my um, physical activity. Yes, please. And stuff. And some things that I've been thinking about. Did you put that on the show notes? So I'm not totally, hundred miles. I'm I'm not totally out of line by changing the subject. <laughs> no, it's on there. Hundred miles okay. in July. Well, I've I've been thinking about um setting a goal for myself. I've set a goal to um. I, I've set a goal of where I want to be by a certain date, and um. That's all. That's all great and cool and um everything. I I'm, I'm stumbling because I have never outright shared like the goals that I set for myself Mm -hmm. and um so that's weird for me anyway but uh I've been thinking about what it's good it's good to do it because then then you feel like this internal pressure to achieve them because you don't want to let people down I know um so anyway I've been thinking about um a fitness goal that I can that I can make that will help me reach the goal that I've made. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so I've been thinking about running a hundred miles in July. And I, I figured out if I ran every 31 days in July, it's 3.2 miles a day, which I could totally do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I probably won't run every day. So six miles, 6.4 is not going to be a big deal for me either. Now if I go like four days, then I'm in trouble. <laughs> but um but I'm I'm seriously considering making this goal of a hundred miles in July. Yep. And um I just wanted to talk about it and say that I did start working out again this week and it's amazing because um last week it was here that we talked about it. No, we talked about it on the biggest loser. Mm-hmm. We talked about how um I, I guest hosted with you on The Biggest Loser and talked about how even though you're making these changes, um, when you're not actively seeking them, like I hadn't been working out in a long time and um, my eating habits had started to, to change back and um, I hadn't gained any weight or gained a lot of weight. I gained four pounds, but um, it, it was messing with my mind. And because my body wasn't, because I wasn't putting my body through the physical activity, I felt like that same girl who started at 220 pounds. Did any of that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> it's going to be a mixture of the two. In, in the chat room, yeah. somebody asks, um, is this actual running or the elliptical? And I'm going to tell you that it is whatever I decide actual running equals for myself. Right. And um, I'm going to move 100 miles in July. How is that? Yeah. And um, now I lost my train of thought. Anyway, so I started working out again on um, Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, I was able to do five miles. Tuesday, I spent all day at the pool with the kids. So I got up on, um, I got up to, to set out to do five miles, but I think I was a little dehydrated. So I started getting dizzy and I did two and a half. Right. And that's all I had in me. But um, <laughs> sorry, my friend Trisha is, she's like, got to get my foot out of my mouth. <laughs> anyway, she doesn't. She's not wrong. Yeah. And um, so. Yesterday I had a sick kid and I didn't get to go work out, but I do plan on going tonight. I'm saying all of this to say that just the two days of actually working out and being physically active, I can already tell that my stomach's not jiggling as much and, um, you know, my thighs are firmer and just from two days, yeah, just from two days of being active. And your mind is, and my mind is, is clear. Your mind is clearer and you feel a, a greater sense of accomplishment, right? Right. That, and, and that's the way I feel. Um, I, I want to talk about the running thing in just a okay. second. But I want to say that I have done three 5Ks 
three days in a row. That's awesome. Which and then is, last night you went out and walked again, like yeah. after you had done another five k. Yeah, yeah. After I, well, you no, had I went, done your run. Yeah. Did you walk? Well, no. Your run yesterday, yesterday was a walk. I, I walked. It's way too hot. I walked was, a five k yesterday because okay. it was like ninety two degrees. Oh, but the the heat index was like a hundred and two. Yeah. It was insane. I so, walked outside and I couldn't breathe. Right. Um, so I walked a 5k last night, but I ran a 5k Monday and Tuesday, Yes. but I did three 5ks in a row, which is basically just 3.1 miles. And, uh, I'll tell you, it just feels great to get back into it. And one of the things that I had put out as a Twitter message is like, oh my gosh, I mean, I can't believe I've went so long without this high. I mean, yeah. I forgot how awesome this feels. Right. And, uh, so, so it does feel great to get back into it. Uh, you and I had made a commitment that we were going to work out each evening at the Y or, or to do something this week. Uh, well, actually, we had made a commitment to work out the Y each evening this week. So <clears throat> I'm excited that we made that commitment together and that we're doing that and uh, that things are going well. But on the topic of, you know, you know, is the with running... With the exception of last night because we couldn't take McKenna to right. the... With the vomiting and a fever, we couldn't take her to the right. child watch. Yeah. So. Go ahead. So here's, here's the thing. Somebody asks, you know, Stephanie says that I'm going to run 100 miles in July. And somebody asks, well, is that actual running? And, and, and what I want to say is that for some folks out there, perhaps you're a runner and you're very particular about running. But what I want to explain is that if Stephanie was going to walk 100 miles, it doesn't matter. It's better than sitting on a couch every right. single day for 31 days and not doing anything physically active. Right. And I don't mean to say that I'm doing something that I'm not, but it just doesn't. No, I'm going to elliptical a hundred miles in July, but that's not exactly true because it won't, you know, I, I change it up. Right. So, so, so in, in, and for example, for me, if I say that I'm going out for, and I'm going to run a 5k, if, if all of a sudden my average speed is below five miles per hour, then all of a sudden that's not technically considered running. It's, you know, you jog to 5k. Yeah, these, these things are semantics. The, the thing in our, the thing that I'm gonna I think move in, my body a hundred miles in July, I'm going to do. Yes, exactly. And, and, and so the thing is though, is it's, it, she's doing something that's faster than what would be considered a brisk walk. And she's pushing her body in a way. And the best way I tell that you, she if I was on the ground, my legs would move running. like that. Yeah. My, I mean, my legs would not move like that. She and she moves much faster and burns more calories on the elliptical than if she was running. She actually would do as much as if she was running 5.5 miles per hour, which would technically be considered a good run. So, But I wouldn't be able to do that because my knee wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. So Exactly. <laughs> it, it's... But, but I, I just, I, it's, it's just frustrating sometimes. And I'm not saying not to Mrs. LJ or whatever the, the name is in the, right. the forum or well, in no, the chat it room. it wasn't Mrs. LJ. It was somebody. It was, but in, yeah. But um, the one, the, well, she had asked. Yes. She said she, she, she was, she was just asking. She wasn't right. insinuating. Right. I'm not attacking. I'm just saying. No. But, um, but uh, I want to say if I, I, I go to the iTunes store and, and I don't ever really look at these things, but I did this once. Let me, I'm going to do pursuing a balanced life and i'm going to do a search for this in itunes give me one second did you want to say something while i'm pulling well, no up? i was just going to say that um i do i do say you know i i ran but that's because i can't figure out any other way to put it but um and a lot of people have just really gotten on me and so maybe i'll just say i, I kind of like that i'm going to move my body well just, that, that's what i'm going to do say, you, you so, just say listen I, i'm, I'm going to do 100 miles in july yeah. I'm gonna. And I'm that's gonna what go. I'm gonna do. Exactly. And and if you want to call it for running, then and call these it running. last few days of June are my um, it's it's like my training time because I won't be able to you know miss a day. Right. Uh, let's see here. I want to. I think this might be it. Uh, oh, here you go. Uh, this is from May 27th, 2009. Uh, okay. This was 27 days after I started working out, which, by the way, was 52 pounds ago. Right. All right. Mm -hmm. 52 pounds ago. I had just started out and I decided that I was going to rebrand my crazy life to pursuing a balanced life because I wanted to say something different about who I am in the way that I'm living life. So right. rather than 
confess that I'm, you know, rather than just settling to have a crazy life, I wanted to pursue a balanced one. And so I, I, I changed things up. And this is a, this is one of the reviews that I got. It says, I do enjoy listening to Cliff, but his brand new pursuit of a balanced life. I found him to be very arrogant and self-centered. It's like, well, wait a second. Arrogant. I don't know. Self-centered. Well, this is a podcast about me right? sharing my journey. Anyway, uh, I find him to be very arrogant and self-centered, making himself look like he's accomplishing so much by simply walking every day and tracking every single calorie again for the umpteenth attempt. It's great for him that he's getting that he's that uh, it's great for him. And I'm glad he's motivating others. But I'm more annoyed by uh, at the added let at the me attitude more, more than anything. And he doesn't seem to address that there are people that are better than him out there. <laughs> I there's a lot of people out there that are better than I am. Anyway, he says his life is not a standard to live up to. And I would not consider this uh, this podcast to belong in the health and fitness section at all. It is very arrogant of him to beg for five-star reviews to give him up to the top of a section where he does not belong. The only thing that motivates me to do is never go back to the fat and lazy person I used to be back when I actually thought that walking was considered a workout. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this... I mean, um, for some people, walking is a workout. Mm -hmm. And it's a start. It's a place to start. It doesn't even have to be a start. Walking out can be a lifetime thing of physical activity. But I mean, like, obviously, this person had to start somewhere. Yeah. He even, I say he, they even said. Back when I back used to when be. I, a, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they started somewhere. It's just. um, Yeah. Yeah. It's wrong to attack people. Well, the thing. Who it, aren't. Where you are. Exactly. It, 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 it's almost smacks of arrogance in a way. Mm. <laughs> but here's the deal. Uh, I, you know, I'm so thankful for that email because it really got me to thinking. It's like, you know, it, it, is it OK for me to just go out and for a walk? You know, I say I say that I've done three five K's this week. All right. And and if somebody says, well, did you actually run it? It's like, no, I didn't. Last night I didn't run it. I, I walked a five K. You know, but but when I watch The Biggest Loser and they sit there and they have everybody doing a 5K and it takes one person three and a half hours to do a 5K, by golly, the whole crowd cheers for them. So if I can actually walk a 5K in 42 minutes, then by golly, then I just walked a 5K in 42 minutes. That's not too bad. That's right. You know, and, and I'm getting to the point where now I think I can run a 5K in about 32 minutes, which is pretty good. That is. Re that's really good. So... That's really good. My goal is to get to a 22 minute 5K. Wow. That's what I want to do. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. On the treadmill, not not on pavement. Unless <laughs> I get some really good shoes. I'm sorry. Our friend Daniel in the chat room says, for me, waking up is a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, that's the, true for me today also, because I woke up 40 minutes before this podcast started. Nice. <laughs> Crawled right out of bed. So here, here's the thing when and, and the reason I bring all this up and the reason I make a point of it is chances are there's going to be some people out there that are going to be motivated to make some goals, you know, and it's and I want to encourage those of you who hear people make goals to understand that when somebody sets a goal and they share it, it's very easy to to be demotivated by criticism and and to think it's like all of a sudden. So for somebody who who might be completely physically inactive to say, you know what, I'm going to go do something. I'm changing my life for them. That's huge. And then to just say, well, that's great, but it's not this. Right. It, it just really can. It, it can really dig deep. And, and, and so I just want to put that out there. And for those of you who are making goals, don't don't worry about whether or not what you're doing is considered to be physical active activity by somebody else, because you know what? It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It matters what your heart thinks. And I'm not talking about your feeling good, you know, all, you know, warm and fuzzies. Right. I'm talking about your physical organ in your body. 
by golly, if you haven't done any kind of physical activity and you go for a walk for 40 minutes, your heart will consider consider yeah. that to be right. physical activity. Absolutely. And so the big point here, set some goals for yourself and go out and accomplish them. So on Tuesday, yeah. I did work out. Okay. And mm-hmm. when I post into my Lose It, uh, which is the application on my iPhone that I use, um, it updates my Facebook. I chose to not have it update Twitter, but it does update my Facebook. So when I entered it in, it says I spent 30 minutes on an elliptical machine, 299 oh, calories great. burnt. Okay. Say, say, I'm sorry. Start burnt. over again. I wanted- okay. So I entered it in to lose it. It updates Facebook. I spent 30 minutes on an elliptical machine, 299 calories burned. Okay. And I get a comment on my Facebook from my mother-in-law. My stalker mom. So from close stalker mom. I told her, she's, she's not a, a stalker mom. But now a, that she's on she, Facebook, she's, she's a, dangerous. She's a Facebook stalker. <laughs> she's so funny. So I get this um, this comment from her on that message. Okay, here we go. I'm doing bad. I spent 30 minutes in front of cheesecake. 29 minutes looking at it. 45 seconds telling myself no, 15 seconds getting it down, burnt one calorie moving my jaws, gained three pounds looking at it and five pounds for eating it. Life is not fair. (laughs) (laughs) And I laughed out loud when I read, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard her say in 15 years. It It, was hilarious. It is hilarious. And um, so, you know, we all have our days. Did you ever comment back to her? No, but I need to. You should say you should just comment back and say that is the funniest thing I've ever heard you say. That I will because it was hilarious and um, I was rolling on the floor laughing. But and I need to tell her that last night I didn't get to work out and I did have a piece of apple pie. So it was, you know, we oh. all have our days. Yep. Uh, matter of fact, if anybody wants to see Stephanie's apple pie. It is awesome. And Thank you. you can find that at uh, youtube.com slash cliff EOTC. Yes. There you go. I right. don't brag on myself very often, but I do love my apple pie. Yes. I recorded video. Uh, so anyway, uh, Toy Story 3, we took the family. Yes. The entire family it. this time. So before I took Megan to go mm-hmm. see it. Uh, and this time we actually, for Father's Day, we took my real dad out to see a movie and we took him to see Toy Story 3. And so you loved it. I did. I absolutely loved it. It was a fantastic storytelling. Um, loved the way they brought in the new characters and, uh, I sobbed at the end. Yeah. It, yeah. it is a great movie. And, and let me ask you this. A cer- Megan was laughing at me. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this. I, a certain character, a, a certain new character brought into Toy Story 3 yeah. for the fir- very first time. Yeah. He names has only three letters in yes. it. Did he or did he not make that movie? He did. It he was, really did. I'm not was, a girl's toy. I'm not a girl's toy. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, right. my gosh. It was hilarious. It, it was it was really good. It was fantastic way to end to end the journey. Um, and, uh, I did not see it in 3d and enjoyed it just as much. Um, well, I saw it both ways. I saw it in 3d and I saw it in, in regular, uh, movie theater in the regular movie theater. And, uh, I would say it's just as enjoyable in, in non 3d. I mean, the 3d is cool, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of 3D. I, I'm, I'm I'm sick of every movie coming out in 3D, especially since... All um, of the movies are in 3D now. It's ridiculous. When we went to go on Father's Day, it said here, it says 3D movies have a $3.50 can surcharge for the glasses. That's just ridiculous. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> when, um, I, th- I don't know if it was the same day. Anyway, one day last week, um, Peter Fascinelli, who is the actor... An actor who plays on the Twilight Saga. He plays Carlisle Cullen. Anyway, I follow him on Twitter and he sent a Twitter message that said, I just finished seeing Toy Story 3 with my girls. He has three daughters. And um, he's like, now I have a cramp in my hand from holding the 3D glasses on to my three-year-old because he had to hold them on her face because they wouldn't stay. And I'm just like, see, that's why I didn't see it in 3D. Right. (laughs) McKenna would have never sat there with those glasses on that whole time. Right. And then she would have seen a blurry movie. 
Hey, we have an email from uh, Anita that came in a very long time ago. We read part one of the email and I've saved this and put it off and put it off just because we've always had so many other things. And sure enough, it looks like uh, all the voicemails might still continue to wait until next week. (laughs) But I want to get to Anita, part two of Anita's email. uh, And it's regarding kissing data, dating goodbye. She says second, (laughs) which we covered first like three weeks ago. I know. Uh, Second, Joe and I read kissing, dating goodbye with our church youth group right before we were engaged. And we decided to show our kids uh, and we decided to show our kids it could be done. So our first kiss was when our pastor said, you may now kiss the bride. Before you say that's romantic, let me tell you that it was one of the biggest mistakes in our relationship. I agree that teens don't need to start all that physical stuff too young, but in my and my husband's case, we needed that initial intimacy. I can't tell you how difficult what difficult it was to go from zero to 60 in just one day. We had intimacy issues ever since and are now just now starting to come together as a very close couple uh, who like to have sex. Before, it felt like such a chore, uh, but but we're finally learning how to discover each other in a whole new way. And we will have been married nine years on June 2nd. Well, congratulations on your anniversary. Absolutely. And um, I, I, I agree with her. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I come from the opposite side of the spectrum. I didn't wait. Wish I had. And um, hope I'm able to teach my kids something from my own mistakes. But um, honestly... I have to I have to agree with her and think that there has to be some kind of intimate connection. And I'm not saying having sex, but some kind of of intimate connection before you go into what will be your wedding night. Right. That's just my opinion. Yeah. The, 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 I, I guess the real the real question here is about dating. You know, is dating a bad thing? And and I don't think dating is a bad thing. Um. I've I've heard some people say that since then he has rewritten another book. I don't know um, uh, the name of it, but I'm sure the chat room is going to tell me. Right. Um, he since wrote a book saying that maybe he wasn't all right in the first one, hasn't he? I, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't read the first one. Okay. No, and so, and boy meets girl. girl. Thank, thank you, thank you, Daniel. So I, I don't know what I don't know what that book says. All I know is that there was a, a whole lot of hubbub about this whole kissing, right. dating, goodbye thing. There was. Um, and I, I don't want people to think that I, I totally am more supportive of um, courtship than of serial dating. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of of that. Yeah, I, maybe that makes me sound bad. I no, don't know, I, 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 I get it. I mean, it's like the question is, is, you know, why date? And and the whole idea of dating is to is to find, you know, is this somebody that I want to spend the rest of my life with? You know, otherwise you're just friends. Right. You know, but the thing is, is that, you know, I'll tell you, it, it's a tough world. I mean, it, it's a tough. I mean, especially when you got hormones, you know, puberty and all this other stuff that's happening. I mean, it's just. It's a crazy, messed up world. It really is. And that's why you should go to Mardell.com slash GSPN. And if you haven't done so already, check out Preparing Your Son for Every Man's Battle and Preparing Your Daughter for Every Woman's Battle. Absolutely. Um, and those are listed as featured products on our page. So uh, anyway, if you guys have some thoughts on this, this is the time to open it up to that kind of conversation. Of course, uh, I'm imagining that there will be some feedback. We can give uh, you the phone number is 859 795 Four it zero might get played in like six weeks. Four zero six seven eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. I'm joking. I know you are, okay. and uh, I'll tell you what. We're, well, I know you are, but I just want to clarify to everybody else. I'll tell you what. We are at fifty three minutes, so we still have some time to play some more voice feedback here. Uh, and this is from. Oh my gosh, this is from Edith Baker. Really, Edith? Yeah. And awesome. matter of fact, it's it's about five minutes in length. And so uh, let's see if I can fit her and maybe one other call. Well, I probably just her this week. Hi, Stephanie. This is Edith Baker. I generally don't do much feedback. I like to just sit back and listen to the podcast. But the recent um, episode of Family from the Heart and that that, uh, feedback you received kind of got me incendiated. Part of the reason is that 
she made it sound like that if you don't have a college degree, you're doomed to flipping burgers forever. That is not so. Not every person is um, college material. And by that, I don't mean that they're not smart. I just mean that some people just don't want to do college. They are not into the um, uh, wide range of studies you can do in college. They are more focused in something else. For that, I think our country is not is a little backwards from other countries because we don't have good trade schools, and that's what we need. And so some people who are more inclined to be hands-on could get good-paying jobs on hands-on jobs. Moreover, uh, you also have to take into consideration the person. Um, I'll take, for example, my son. My son is finally now a college graduate. He took him 12 years to get there. But for a while, he was a co college dropout, and he went from earning zero dollars to six figures while still a college dropout. So the fact that people say, oh, if you don't have a college degree, you won't earn good money, that's bogus. Then as Cliff said, um, the, you can be an insurance agent if you, that's what you want, or you could be whatever you want. What people don't think about is that you have one of the hardest jobs in the world and the least paying job financially, but I think in rewards it's amazing, and that is that of a mother. I went to college, and then I had a, a child, and I dropped out of the workforce and became a full-time mom. It was the best job I ever had. Was I got payments in, my re rewards were payments, and the wonderful children that my, and the wonderful adults rather, that my children became are my payback. So, but while I was a full-time mom, I had girlfriends galore telling me, you ought to go out, get a job, you, you'll never amount to anything. What will happen to you if your husband dies? Oh, then you won't be in the world of uh, workers and uh, the world will not give you a good-paying job. Just same same things that you heard. And I thought, what is wrong with you people? I am doing something for society. I am raising children. Nobody can love my children the way I love them. Nobody can raise my children the way I think they should be raised. So this is something that I wanted to do. Now, I'm not putting women who work and put their children in daycare down. I'm just saying this is what worked for me. And what I have to uh, make people understand is that what works for you is what should be done. Well, anyway, where I was going with this is that after I... Um, my children grew and I could go back to work. I got a job as a teller, and there was a reason why. Here I am, college graduate and doing telework. The reason I did that is because I wanted a job that I could let go if I'm not there. I didn't have to think about it. it once I was not at work, I didn't think about the money that's in the drawer. It didn't matter to me. If I called in sick, it didn't matter to me. I didn't have to worry, oh my God, my project is not done. What am I gonna do? I wanted to just work, earn enough money so I could come home to my children and be with them. And that was what was important for me. That was not what was important for my other friends, but that was what was important for me. And later on, when I no longer was as needed, I was able to get a new career. I have a degree in speech and hearing science. I am a trained audiologist. I'm not doing that job. I am now a writer and editor. I reinvented myself. We all can reinvent ourselves. And as, anyway, so I just wanted you to tell you that keep up the good work, and there are lots and lots of us who are behind you. You should do what you feel in your heart is the right thing to do. Keep up the good work, and I'm so glad to be part of this community. Thanks. Awesome, Edith. I have to tell you, I am so glad that you are part of this community. Also, um, she is so absolutely right. You can reinvent yourself. And um, I, I, I moved. Um, the most awesome thing that has come out of um, th this whole thing mm -hmm. is th the support <laughs> that people have really rallied behind me. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they really have, and means so much more than than one person saying I'm wrong. And um, thank you, Edith. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you very much uh, to everybody who has left voicemail feedback. And please don't be upset with us <laughs> if you've left us voicemail feedback and we have not yet played it's it on coming. the show. It is coming. And by the fact that, you know, you hear us talking about the fact that we have all these voicemails and we haven't yet played them all, please don't let that keep you from calling us. Call us right now, in fact, 859-795-4067. I'll tell you, we love the fact that you guys are listening and subscribe to familyfromtheheart.com. Thank you, Mardell.com, for sponsoring us. And I want to say thank you, to, especially to those of you who are buying stuff. Go to Mardell.com slash GSPN. Make sure you use that promo code in the shopping cart. And until next time, everybody, we encourage you to join, join the, the community. community.